Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. We went to Ingapirca in Ecuador. Yes, we did. That I enjoyed that. I did too. It was the oldest Incan site in Ecuador. Right. Yeah. So that's it's, why we went. They describe it as the most important as well. Okay, right. Or they describe it, I think, as the most important historic site. It's got a little bit more of a complicated history than straight Incan. Well, right, yeah, because the local is Canari. Right, Canari. Canari people were there, and the Incans kind of... uh, Tried to assimilate them, but didn't. Didn't quite work, right. But they decided that they could live together and try to work in harmony. I think the entire site, when you visit, they'll tell you that there's there's a reference to both the sun and the moon gods because the the Incans and the Canary people worship differently. Yeah. That's very interesting, I think. It is. It sits at 10,500 feet. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a ways up. So if you're not used to elevation, you'll feel it. Right. We felt it, definitely, yeah, yeah. walking around. Well, yeah, we took that two-mile loop to... Uh, through the valley. Oh, that was really neat. Yeah, yeah. So here's what happened. We we took a tr- bus from Aluasi in Ecuador, which was totally fine, easy to do. Just regular mountainous, crazy, windy, fast, high speed <laughs> bus ride in South America. And you get off in a town called El Tambo. Right. And there, from there, you take another local bus. You can get up to Ingapirca. It's not hard. You just have to ask people. Right. There's not a lot of information online how to do it. Right. And if you don't speak Spanish, it gets to be a little challenging. Yeah, because there's there's also people were saying take a taxi when instead there is there is a local bus. Oh God, but, how long would that take in a taxi? I mean, it was a long bus ride, like two hours or more. Oh no, two hours down to uh, El Tambo. Oh yeah, yeah. From El Tambo, it was probably only twenty thirty. Yeah, minutes. that was yeah. really close. Yeah. It's the countryside. It's beautiful. It's yeah. clean. The people are farmers, I guess, mainly, or, or business people working in the in the town. Yeah. It's kind of way out there. I mean, you, you have to really be motivated to see Ingapirca to go there. There's no other reason to be out in that area that I could imagine. I, I agree, yeah. The site of Ingapirca itself was really, really interesting. The thing that Ecuador does that I love is that everywhere that we went, any historic site or the National Park in the Galapagos, you had to have a guide. Right. That was it's really it keeps the the site so clean and pristine. You don't see any people doing their regular shenanigans, jumping up on stuff they shouldn't be jumping up on so they can have their selfie taken. Right. You know, it really preserves the site so that it can be enjoyed for a long period of time. Yeah. You also get a lot of good information. I mean right? you'd walk around that and you wouldn't know, you know, what the different you know, buildings were, you know, different stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it is good information. And that, I, I don't remember where, you know, we were on the Royal Road. I think it, you know, traversed down to Machu Picchu. Right, and, that's yeah. right. So um, The Inca Trail. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, that Inca Trail, that road system covers 25,000 miles in South America. Wow. It's huge. Yeah, so, yeah, it's neat. I wouldn't have known that. I mean, it wasn't particularly well marked. Uh, yeah. It probably said, you know, El Camino Real or something, but it wouldn't have yeah. clicked in my head. You can hike a lot of that, I think. Like, in that region, you can hike on that road. We didn't. No, we didn't. It was at twelve or 10,500 feet. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
we just kind of ran around the site there at Ingapirka. You can go, you can do the tour with the um, with the guide, and then there's a trail that kind of runs around down through the farmland and up around the back, which was pretty neat. Yeah, you're outside of the, uh, you know, gated site at that point. And uh, yeah, you start at the baths and you walk down into the valley and there's, mm. there's uh, you know, the face rock. Mm-hmm. It rock looks like a, you know, a um, face from the side. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. And there were some carvings on uh, two of the rocks we walked by and people were actually farming. I mean. Yeah, all the farmers you know, were out farming. Yeah. They were yeah. super nice. Yeah. Very friendly. We ran into a lady who wanted to sell you some thing. Oh, those little coins, yeah. yeah. It's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, quote-unquote ancient coins, you know. And she wants to be like, no, thanks. Because, you, you know, you, they're probably not. Well, of course they're not. She but if they wanted... were and you were, you know, got caught smuggling something like that, you'd be in big trouble. Right, yeah. I would. Either way. I mean, yeah, it, it, it has happened in uh, other places in Peru. It's happened in Greece, you know. You know, oh, you yeah. know, I'm a local archaeologist. I have these coins to sell you. Like, uh, you yeah, know. it's happened, I think, everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't buy anything you're not sure of. <laughs> right. So, Well, of course, it was fake because yeah. later on it happened, you know, again, a half hour later and then two mm-hmm. hours later they want to sell you these things. It's like, so, uh, yeah. And even if they were real, I wouldn't buy them, you know. Right. I really want to... End up in a foreign prison for sure. <laughs> smuggling artifacts. So. Or, you know, I mean, if they are artifacts, they belong to the people in the, right, the yeah. community so, or the culture. Anyway, I ended up giving her a couple of bucks or something yeah. anyway. Because, so, yeah, we said, we talked with her for, I don't know, a good ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah. People need to make a living. And yeah. you could see that she was definitely... I mean, it's uh, she was impoverished. Yeah. She was not living. She needed money. Yeah. That's okay. But... She was different. She wasn't like there. It wasn't that desperate feel to it. it right. It was just like, oh, so some people. I'm going to talk to them. And yeah. Try to sell them stuff because she had some other stuff there as well. Yeah. It's nothing I would be interested in. So. We stayed at uh, Posada Ingapirca. Oh, really, really great place. Yeah. So finally, we remembered the name of a place we stayed. Right. <laughs> It was uh, an old farmhouse. Yeah, and really neat. Yeah, so they had the the office and the restaurant were in the main farm ha- farm the actual farmhouse, and we were kind of in a, a separate wing. Yeah, an old barn or something. It wasn't even attached. You know, I suspect that that was the housing for uh, the homeowners or the farm owners. Right. Perhaps it was housing for. The workers, but I seriously doubt it because they all had bathrooms. Every room had a bathroom. Well, they probably they've updated it obviously. Right. So because you know the main house was really nice, and then you kind of walk out the back into the next, you know, kind of a long building. That's why I thought barn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, it's yeah two stories, um, no Wi-Fi. There's mm-hmm. Wi-Fi in the lobby. Yeah, um, and but um, and I'm not sure about the heat. They built us a fire fireplace. Oh, I don't think there was any heat. Yeah, Yeah. the walls were super thick, like an old building, like three or four feet thick, three feet, two feet. I don't know. Yeah, very thick. Very thick walls, and it was really chilly. And they came and they built us a fire in the fireplace for the two nights that we were there. Yeah, it's really nice. It was so great, and they had good food, really like gourmet deluxe food. Yeah. After when you know you travel so much, and you're like, oh, let's have an empanada. 
and you kind of get like a little tired of having just sort of fast food or it's nice to have a full-blown breakfast where somebody's bringing it to you yeah and also they had really good dinners there too and they had a full bar yeah so it was had everything <laughs> the bar was pretty pricey for the yeah. The the whiskey is, you know, fifteen dollars a pop. Like, ooh, we didn't do that again. But a bottle of wine was probably fifteen too, so we had a bottle of wine. Yeah. Probably two. Probably, so, yeah. I would imagine if I know yeah. as well. We got we got stuck in a torrential downpour that came on all of a sudden. Right. We had to go like three blocks to our hotel and we caught a taxi cab. A shared cab. The guy right. charged us five bucks to take us three blocks. He was like <laughs> made his day. Right. It was Pouring. It was really soaked. Super soaked. So, yeah, I think we <laughs> did. Did we have our rain gear with us? We did. We we put it on because we were walking towards town and it started raining and then it started raining a little harder. Mm-hmm. We put on the rain gear and it's like, okay, we better turn around. And then you know, within two minutes, it was just coming down in buckets. So I just enjoyed that whole area so much. I, I did yeah. like Ecuador so much because it's really clean and they have really interesting sites. Yeah. They don't have. It's not as organized for tourism as as Peru. No, Peru really has the tourism down, but it's not clean. Yeah. So, uh, but they should send someone down just to take some notes on how it's all set up, and then. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's you have a certain amount of money. Ecuador decided to go clean and. And they're on, on the, the tourism. <laughs> also, though, they have they use the American dollar. Yes. So when they switched, what I understand from what the people we talked to is it really enhance the livelihood for all the people there using the American dollar because of the stability of it. Yeah. And it was really easy for us. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that was no quite conversion. nice. Yeah. We didn't have to try to figure anything out. The uh, the Posada Ingapirca that when we stayed there, they we they had a great dog that you played with over and over and over again. Yeah. They I don't think anyone else was staying there the entire time we were there. We had the whole place to ourselves, and that was weird, kind of weird, but kind of nice. The day we got there, someone left. So. Oh, and then I think yeah. the day we left, someone got there. Yeah. So they were. And they, slow. yeah, they have. They're growing their own vegetables. Yeah. There's actually a farm there. It seemed like. They had something um, tied up out back. Yeah, they had goats. Goats. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. It's just so beautiful there. Yeah. And then you can walk from the where we stayed. To the to the historic site. Oh right, yeah. And there was a museum at the historic site as well. Yeah. It was small, but uh, yeah. I enjoyed that. I, you know, I would go back. It wouldn't be the place it'd be like I'm gonna I'm desperate to go back there. But if I was back in Ecuador, I would go back. I just enjoyed that whole area so much. Yeah. I don't know that I would go back. I did enjoy it. I'm glad we went. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our travel down from, you know, Quito through, you know, Banos and uh, the, the the train. I don't remember. Aliwasi. Aliwasi and then down here and then on to uh, Cuenca. So it was a it was a good trip. But I, yeah. I didn't see anything that would, was just super outstanding. Yeah. That, that I would do it again for. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, but me I, too. But I wouldn't do it again. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Al.